Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian Tripp. And we welcome you to another episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Brian Tripp with you once again, and pleased to be joined this time by former Penn State men's hockey player Chase Berger, a four-year standout on the team, he was a captain here, and now is with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins of the American Hockey League in the AHL. Chase, it's great to see you back here in Hockey Valley. It's great to be here. Always good to be here. What's it like when you get to come back? Oh, it's awesome. I just think the biggest thing is you get to see all the guys and, uh, you know, the coaching staff. It, it's... Uh, you know, just such a special bond that we have here. And uh, obviously I miss uh, miss all the guys and it's great to see them. Do all the memories kind of flood back in when you walk in the building every time or, or do you get just used to it? Yeah, I think, uh, I think yes, like yes and no. Like some of the memories when you get on the ice, you kind of think of that stuff. But, you know, I think obviously walking in the building, I just get, remember my routine, you know, it used to be walking in like here every single day and I feel like I should be grabbing a coffee, having some oatmeal and getting ready for my workout with Cam. And, uh, you know, I think that part's a little different, just coming in and having to text one of the guys to get their passcode to get through the door. (laughs) But, uh, no, it's fun. And, uh, you know, it's just nice to see everybody. What's the first thing you do whenever you get the chance to come back here to Happy Valley? What's the first thing you do when you get back? Uh, first thing I did, maybe go to waffle shop actually. Yeah. (laughs) Go something like that. But, uh, or just honestly, I just text the guys and say like, let's go to dinner. Let's do something. Cause, cause I'm excited to, to see them. But I know I always find myself, uh, at Pagula at least once early on. So, uh, it's special to be here. And I, I feel like, uh, I feel at home here. What's the thing you miss most when you're living in Scranton? And you're not that far away. So what is the thing you miss most though? Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, pretty fortunate to be able to come back a couple of times. So, uh, the thing I miss most, and I sound like a broken record, but just the the team chemistry we have mm-hmm. here and uh it's hard to find you know other places and how much pride did you take in, in wearing the c for this program and representing a university like penn state yeah i mean it was it was really special especially with you know all the guys that came before me that were not just wearing a c but wearing a letter and even wearing the jersey is mm-hmm. so special and I, I think you see that even more um as you graduate because you see how many alumni you know that really care about the program and, and Penn State as a whole. Um, I, everywhere we play on the road, I see a Penn State jersey in there somewhere. And uh, it's just so cool that, um, you know, you're part of something like this. Uh, and Brandon's done a great job this year, and I'm sure the next guy will as well. You were kind of in that spot where some of the foundation was already in place, and then you transition into the success the team started to have. So when you guys started to win – and you win a Big Ten championship and go to NCAA tournaments. What was that like as a program to realize you're accomplishing something for the first time? Yeah, I think, you know, I think it was pretty fortunate. I came in and I I never knew what we were going to be, to be honest. I just knew I wanted to come in and work hard and we'll see what happens. And I think the whole team kind of had that mindset. But really all my years we were really good, um, which kind of blew me away the first couple of years. But um, I think the biggest thing, yeah, going to the NCAA tournament and I think by my junior, senior year, it wasn't like, you know, oh my God, we did it. We made the NCAA tournament. It was more like, you know, we, we need to keep winning and, and we, we want a chance to win the national championship. And I think I think the biggest thing that changed and, and the most exciting thing about it was you stopped being satisfied with just getting to places. Instead, you were hungry to, to pass through them. 
How did Penn State help prepare you for your, your pro career now that you're on this journey? Well, I think, you know, a, a lot of stuff on the ice is, I think the coaching staff does a great job of, you know, I, I think something that they emphasize is having a really good stick. And I think, you know, that's definitely helped me, uh, you know, see a lot more ice time where I play. But um, that's just one thing. But I think the biggest thing is um, Penn State as a whole teaches you how to, it kind of humbles you at times. And it also teaches you how to, you know, work hard and, um, you know, try to persevere through any obstacles. So, you know, I think after playing here for four years and, you know, getting my degree and, uh, you know, it's a big school and, and you got to kind of find your way and find your niche and find confidence in yourself or else you can maybe drown. So uh, I think for me, getting that confidence that I can, you know, you know, overcome anything and, uh, you know, work my way out of any situation has really helped me with, you know, the the obstacles that I, I've had to deal with uh, this year. Yeah, and that applies now to your pro career. What's it like in pro hockey where every day you're going to not only earn a paycheck, but earn a spot on the team and try to advance in, in the professional ranks. You know, I, I try not to think of it like that. I think I try to just bring the same mentality I brought here, whereas I'm just going to, you know, work as hard as I can every single day. And I think the something that has stuck with me that uh, Coach Kodowski talked about all the time is kind of ignoring the noise. I think uh, especially like in the summers and, you know, you talk to guys and everybody's so worried about this guy's stats or where he played last year or, uh, you know, the guys, you know, in the lineup ahead of you or something like that. Whereas for me, I just worry about me and I just want to be the best I can be. And no matter where that takes me, I think um, I'm okay with that as long as I'm giving it everything I got. And I think if you just ignore all that other stuff, uh, it can, you know, help you advance further. Your brother played for Guy at Princeton. You played for him here at Penn State. And now your younger brother is going to be joining the program next year, Christian. What is it about Coach Godowski and what is it about the Berger family? <laughs> well, um, you know, I think obviously we're very fortunate that we've all gotten to play for him, and Christian's really excited. And, and I think the biggest thing, it's the whole coaching staff too. I mean, Coach Fisher, Coach Lindsay. you know, I think they really care about the person and not just the hockey player. And I think, uh, you know, all three of us really want to be the best hockey players we can be. But, uh, you know, we also understand that there's more to life than hockey and you know, I can't speak for other college coaches. I never played for any, but I know this coach really, I felt cared for, uh, you know, progressing me as not only a hockey player, but as a student and as a person. Um, and, you know, when you got, got a guy like that uh, behind the bench, um, you know, I think it's special and I think it's someone you want to do whatever you can to, to help them succeed. Do you yeah. have a chance to talk to some of your teammates now that played college hockey? Because it's about 33, 34% of professional players or from college hockey about their experiences and compare it at all and maybe compare apples to oranges or whatever it is like anywhere else yeah I uh there's a lot of guys on my team that play um that played college and I think the biggest thing is they're blown away by how well we get treated off the ice as far as you know getting meals and um you know our travel uh and it's you feel a little braggadocious sometimes but you're just telling it how it is and um you know, it's nice to, to know that we're, you know, among the best at, at treating our student athletes well and, um, you know, giving them every chance to succeed. Uh, so, yeah, that part of it, it's uh, it's pretty nice saying how we got treated here compared to that. Penn State's definitely a, a melting pot, but now you've played juniors, but now you have the they could play juniors and major juniors in Canada and overseas or college hockey. What's it like now that the whole talent pool is basically together when you get to the NHL, AHL level? 
it's 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 kind of funny. It's like uh, I think there's always like a conception of like the guys that played major junior maybe are a little bit better than the guys that maybe were playing USHL or college. I think back when I was growing up, but you know you see the guys that come out of there, and you know we're all just kind of hockey players. I think uh, I think there's a little bit more rivalries now between like. You know, all the major junior guys think their major junior league's the best. All the college guys think, you know, their school's the best. So I think that's the biggest thing is just kind of goofing around with guys saying, you know, sharing stories and memories about uh, those situations. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's also crazy. We have, I think we only have like seven Americans on my team. Mm-hmm. We've got Finnish guys, Swedish guys, guys from Norway, Canadians. So it's, I think that's also a different aspect where they don't even understand like, U.S. college culture, some of these guys. What's it like to be in the Penguins organization? Because growing up, you know, you're kind of on the tail end of Lemieux and Yager and now Crosby and Malkin. They are some of the, the big names in the sport of hockey. What's it like to be in an organization that's had so much success and is so well regarded in the National Hockey League? Uh, I mean, it's it's been unbelievable. I think, uh, you know, everything about the organization, from my perspective, has been uh, first class. Uh, we get treated really well in Wilkes-Barre and you know, that's not the case everywhere in the American Hockey League. Um, and then also, like, it's funny because, you know, we get guys sent down and, and called up all the time. So uh, it's kind of fun, you know, picking their brain about, you know, like what's, you know, what's Crosby like, what's Malkin like. And I've, I've been on the ice with them a little bit, but not enough to really uh, get to know them uh, on a super personal level. And so I think it's funny, even the guys that go up to play in the NHL are still kind of, starstruck when they see uh those guys on the ice and they just you know can't wait to uh to get in the locker room with them and and maybe catch a pass from them (laughs) any head-to-head battles with former penn state teammates this year uh yeah i played casey bailey uh, a couple times i think Uh, he was on charlotte i know sturtz has been hurt a bit and he's in a different division Mm -hmm. luda we played luda twice so uh and then peds hung him up do you keep in touch with all your former teammates oh yeah oh yeah we uh and then we got we got some big group chats that we all like to talk in. So uh, probably keep in touch a little too much. We should move on a little. <laughs> <laughs> but your college years, they're supposed to be the best four years of your life. You never want to let go. Yeah, it's true. All right. So member of the Penguins organization, but from St. Louis, how many times you hear Gloria? How many yeah. times did you play Gloria this past year? It was crazy. Well, obviously, and I've already said it once in an interview, so I, it's not the end of the world, but uh, you know, I was cheering for Pittsburgh and then when they got out, you know, obviously I'm from St. Louis and, uh, I know a couple guys in the organization and, uh, it was really cool to, uh, to see them win. And I think I was home during most of the cup run and like they were after every win, they, they, there was one radio station that would just play Gloria for 24 hours straight. <laughs> and so it was, especially in the Stanley cup final, like it was, I've never seen anything like it. Like. I remember after they won game five in Boston, I was at uh, a neighbor's party. And uh, first of all, he had a party for every single game in the the last two rounds <laughs> of the playoffs. It's like, guys, it's three to two in the series. Like, yeah, they played, haven't won. You know it's not over yet. And I'm like, this is the biggest jinx ever. So then they come back to St. Louis and lose game six. I'm like, these guys blew it. <laughs> so, and then the best part of the story is for game seven, I was actually in Ireland for my dad's 60th birthday. We got him a trip to Ireland and it was back in December. And so we're looking forward to it. And then we're looking at the dates. We're like, oh my God, this goes to game seven. We're going to be in Ireland. So my dad, who's really excited about the trip and is a massive blues fan is now like, Hey, do we need to cancel the trip? Like, I don't want to go. I know it's my birthday present, but like, 
I wanted, we're watching this game. So anyways, we ended up staying up till four in the morning for when the game started in Ireland. We watched the, uh, watched the whole thing. Uh, so we stayed up all night and, uh, watched the game. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, it's okay to have that civic hometown pride. And you played for the the junior blues and stuff. So, mm-hmm. what what's it like for the the city of St. Louis uh, as a hockey town? How would you classify the city of St. Louis as a hockey town? I honestly think it is like, and I'm not saying as many people play as like a big town, but the Blues are the hottest ticket in town. Like everyone loves the Cardinals, but mm-hmm. whereas like I think the Blues, everybody just kind of rallies behind. And I know like the reason my dad started playing hockey is the Blues came to St. Louis. And they went to the finals like three years in a row. And I know there's a weird conference thing and whatever. I guess all the good teams were in one division and the bad teams were in the other. People think it's like a joke that they made the finals the first three years. But my dad said like there was just a surge of kids that wanted to play hockey because the Blues made the Stanley Cup. And I think there already has been a lot of people that are playing hockey now. But he thinks he's like, wait, 10 years from now, you'll see that there's so many more hockey players because of all the energy that's coming off this Stanley Cup. Well, Chase, it's great to reconnect. It's always good to have alums on the podcast, whatever sport it may be, and especially with Penn State hockey. So continued success in the AHL, hopefully up to the NHL with the Penguins organization or wherever you may end up. And uh, best of luck the rest of the season. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. It's great. Chase Berger, former Penn State Nittany Lion men's hockey player with us here on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. We'll talk to you next time here on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics.